My parents are so proud. <laughs> they are proud of uh, me and me and uh, Harper and and uh, Jason. Oh, they are very okay. much. They are. They're, they're like you know. They're, they're like oh look, they had families. They were financially <laughs> successful. They've got kids and wives and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're very <laughs> proud of my. <laughs> you have you, you keep good company. That's 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 all they're hanging on to. Like, oh wow, at least he's got good friends. Yeah. <laughs> he can't go too far. He's got the podcast. Ooh, another fun fun uh, story. Uh, we did a. Um, uh, we had. Um, a pickleball tournament today and uh, a woman came in and she said I'm miserable can I just buy one of your koozies because my hands are freezing it was cold today and there uh, there's a pickleball tournament and I said <laughs> she had like a miserable life it was like well, well also will, maybe will, maybe she was miserable and a, and a koozie would fix it that's also possible but it was cold today her hands were cold she says can I get a koozie and I said we don't make koozies she's like i'll pay you five dollars for a koozie and i was like we don't have koozies we don't make them and she's like ah and i went out to the car and i brought back an undebeatables koozie i was gonna say and i said this is free as long as you listen to the show and she was so happy made her day all right just one you you were withholding the other koozie well i mean I, i i brought five in and they're now sitting there we now have koozies that uh, sit at my bar if yeah. somebody needs a koozie. There we go. Yeah, but she only Five needed dollars. one. So. It just took one case of frostbite to make it happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I should have thought of this earlier, for sure. <clears throat> we sell T-shirts, uh, you know, uh, for the the bar. Um, but now we give away undebutable koozies. Sweet. Faux free. All right. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, it, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Whee! I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. Who doesn't love the bounce castle? Hitler. Just prepare to. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be awash in unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You were listening to the Unbeatables or semi weekly. Pacers podcast. Today is February 11th, 2023, and this is episode 633. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials. This show, we're going to talk about uh, an 0-3 week of Pacers basketball with games against Miami, Phoenix, and Washington. Joining me this show are two of our three analysts, still coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from Asheville, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender, mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. 
what's up, Pacer Nation? Uh, what is up, Unbeatables? I'm going to do... Uh, can I do an anti shout-out and a shout-out at the same time? I'm going to shout-out uh, John Harper and any shout-out to COVID. Uh, he's dealing with this and still with us. So glad for you to be alive. Screw COVID. <laughs> glad you're here. You do know that if you do a, a, a shout out and an anti shout out, they do cancel each other. That's out. correct. Yeah, oh, that's just, so that's just I, physics, man. I don't know what's right. happened then. Nothing I did happened. nothing. Yeah. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. You could just cut this. It's fine. <laughs> you did it. In effect, you already did. <laughs> From Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? I apologize in advance for any coughing. Uh, shout out the shout out the trade deadline though. Kept me entertained. Mm. Wall. Yeah. In my favorite game. It was a good game. one. It was yeah. a good one. Uh, yeah, I guess this is you know even more than most. You might read the the headlines and say, you know, is this real? Am I awake? Mm. Uh, am I <laughs> Truly. in hell? I don't know. <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about uh, this show and next, but before we get into it, I want to remind you that you can listen. I'm sorry, you can support us. You can always listen. You to can it. always listen. 20, 24-7, 365 for free. But you can also support us. Uh, we and we are the longest-running Pacers podcast by heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables. And you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. All right. So, speaking of the trade deadline, there was uh, a, a lot of action. And the Pacers were involved a little bit. Um I guess Colson, do you want to take us through the the changes that the Pacers had on on our side? Uh, yeah, so I, I think we'll uh, you know we'll get into some of the bigger sort of uh, landscape changing trades that happened uh, in the NBA maybe later this pod or, or next pod. But we we should address what happened with the Pacers. Uh, the Pacers uh, were involved in a. I think it became a four-team trade <laughs> at some point. Um, but essentially what happened is that uh, Jay Crowder from the Suns, who uh, basically lost his starting role um, with them and pouted and said he didn't want to play with them, um, has sat on their roster for their entire season waiting to be traded and the Milwaukee Bucks wanted to put him on their team because he's a veteran culture guy. I don't know. That sounds bad to me. The dude hasn't played in nine months. But they think he's the missing piece to have them uh, get another finals uh, run. Um, he's the P.J. Tucker that they, you know, the idea of the P.J. Tucker guy they got uh, before their last playoff uh, championship. Um and to do that, they didn't have enough cap space, and so they relied on your Indiana Pacers. Now, if you'll recall, we just paid Miles Turner $17 million out of our cap space, but we still had around $10 million left, and so we were able to absorb um, a, uh, a second-year forward uh, Wara. That's what we're going with. It's, it's spelled mm-hmm. N-W-O-R-A. War, I believe, is how it's uh, said. Uh, we also uh, received uh, Serge Ibaka, who's been injured most of the season, 
And uh, Indiana hometown hero George Hill also injured most of the season. Um, that was around about $10 million. Um, and for our work of absorbing these players, we got two second-round draft picks. So we gave up nothing. We just got all these guys. Did we get three, Herbert? According to CBS, we got three. Oh, nice. I thought we only got two. Uh, sweet. Well, I'll take three second-round draft picks. That's great. Um, now, here's the problem. To do this, we've got a lot of bodies, and so we have to uh, make room for those uh, bodies. Uh, we had to cut uh, Goga Patatze, uh, Terry Taylor, the birdhouse, and uh, James Johnson, the uh, 39-year-old old man that's been uh, the adult in the room for us. Um, at that point, we then cut Serge Ibaka. Um, we're left with um, Wara which was, I think, what we were doing with this, which is taking a, a chance on a, a 6-9 and d player. Um, he's, he's, what, shot for his career 39%. Is that right? Or is it 36%? Um, and apparently he can play defense 38%, sorry. Um, and, you know, I think we're taking a flyer on him. We didn't give up anything. In fact, we got stuff to absorb into our cap. So... Uh, this is really about Wara. It's a nice homecoming for George Hill. Um, interesting uh, fun fact. Uh, I don't know if it's a fun fact or not, but uh, Kevin Pritchard um, during the trade process said, hey, you know, George Hill, you've been with us before. Um, we want to do what whatever you want. We really want to respect your wishes. Uh, if you want to be cut and sent to another team um you're welcome to do that and what he said was um i want to be here um i want to be a part of this team i want to help train uh, train these kids and um i want to teach so uh george hill is an expiring contract at the end of the season, but he wants to be here for this half of the season. So it's a nice coming home for George Hill and uh, a flyer on Wara. How do you guys feel about this? Um, well, I mean, even if there's nothing valuable in it, it still has value because it was free. It was all free. So... <laughs> Plus draft picks. <laughs> I mean, three second rounders. I mean, that's almost a Gary Payton right there. This is why you have cap space, right? This is why it matters at the trade deadline. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, sure, flyer on Wara, see if he's anything. Definitely happy to have more draft picks in the mix. Um, yeah, good stuff. I guess the only, you know, the only things we gave up were those, the, you know, the three players that we, we had cut. Which hurts. I mean, yeah. I, I, I love the birdhouse. Like, I felt like he was like a guy that I wanted around forever. He was the player I didn't know I needed. That hurts. James Johnson, yeah. the veteran in the room. You know. Yeah. No love for Gogo. And I think... Oh, look, yeah, I, I mean, love Gogo, but he was also like the fifth big man on our team. Like, he wasn't even like... Daniel Tice showed up and it was like, oh yeah, you're never seeing minutes ever again, Goga. You know? 
Yeah, I, it's you know, it's a little sad to me that Goga couldn't put it together though, because he, he showed real flashes. Could. Yeah, he yeah. also showed real flashes of anger at times. Um, <laughs> he did. He did. Which uh, which isn't great. I I hope the best for him. Terry Taylor is gonna you know he'll he'll find a home playing basketball somewhere. I'm sure. He's fun. I like the birdhouse. But not enough room on the depth chart. Yeah, I think that's the the issue. And I, yeah, I think both of you know Goga and, and Terry Taylor, you know, you think they would find a home somewhere. We've seen, you know, we've seen a fair number of, of Pacers that you really didn't see playing time earlier in their career that you know on our teams that moved elsewhere and and uh, you know have have maybe had a better fit. You know, Georgie Georgie Yang was one of those guys that you know barely played for us, and and uh, you know. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this is, uh, well, this is all right. Well, Joe, the only thing that I would say is that, like, I was really looking for a big um, swing trade where we could get a 3 and D wing guy. Like, I was hoping, I think I've said on the last show I wanted an OG Ananobi or, or that type, and I was willing to give up a lot of draft picks. What we've done instead is gone after a, you know, a, a guy who's not really shown much on the Washington Wizards where wait no I'm sorry he's not really shown much on the uh, Milwaukee Bucks uh, but that team is full of uh, talented players and maybe he just doesn't have room to shine and uh, it was free we didn't have to give up a lot of draft picks um, and maybe this guy turns into a rotation piece this is a very savvy move by the franchise and keeping intact our draft future so I'm, well, I, if Kevin Pritchard is to be believed, we did take big swings. We 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 made big offers on big yeah, name players. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, what they wanted for those players, uh, you can you can assume OG Ananobi because not only did we make an offer, but the rest of the league did too. And what they wanted was irrational. Um, we probably also took a crack at Obi Toppin and John Collins, um, mm-hmm. but whatever they were asking for was a price higher than we were ultimately willing to pay. Yeah, no, there is, there's word on the street that we definitely put an offer on OG. Um, that was, Oh, for sure. We did. That was three, maybe four, uh, three and yeah. like a, uh, and a swap, you know, for, for OG plus pieces. So, um, the fact that that wasn't good enough for OG. Yeah. It's too rich for my blood, right? Yeah. You got no one to walk away. And know when to hold them and when to fold them. I think that that's uh, that's you know the the main main part of the trade that affects yeah. The so Pacers. yay, right? It's good. Yeah, we get George Georgie Porgy, pudding and pies as Colson calls him. <clears throat> uh, he's back. So uh, actually, he. Today he moved up one spot on my uh, top twenty-five players of all time. Wow, just one. He hasn't, wow. Well, I, I mean, thought, he hasn't. I thought pl- he would be firmly planted with both feet in the top five. Well, no, I mean he hasn't. He hasn't played a minute. And he may not play a minute, but just coming back pushed him. Uh, uh, he was cur- he was previously between Granger and Young. He's now uh, moved above Young because he came back. So we'll see. Joe Young. Right. screw you buddy <laughs> Atlas that is young 
Oh, Thaddeus Young. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. According to tonight's Pacers broadcast, he is set to debut next week. So will he move up five more spots? Maybe. That? Maybe. Ahead of so he's ahead of Granger and Thaddeus Young. Mm-hmm. Danny Granger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Well, there's a checkbox for played on the Pacers in two non-consecutive seasons, and he just checked it off. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's 100. percent You know, shame on Danny for not. Uh, circling back coming yeah. for not coming back it's his really, fault yeah, damn it. it really is how dare he <laughs> well we did have three games of uh pages basketball this week we did want to talk about uh, before we did get into the other other stuff the uh first game february 8th versus the miami heat and pages lose this one 116 to 111 uh there's uh Pacers shined a little in the middle of the game uh, after digging, you know, clawing their way out of a, 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 a deficit, and then and then they lost it and never got it back. Uh, standouts on this side, though, Buddy Heald dropping twenty nine, Miles Turner twenty one, and uh, Tyrese Halliburton uh, eleven points, ten assists. He gets he has so many assists. It's a beautiful thing. It's nice to have like a like a real point guard, mm-hmm. I, think. I don't know. Just my opinion. Is that a hot take? Um, Are you throwing shade at some other player that's already been mentioned? Well, George Hill was our point guard was for a long time. It was not a point guard. <laughs> He's here to help Halliburton be better at point guard. Perfect. This should work out fantastically. <laughs> He's like, what you got to do is uh, throw a little two guard in your game. Can't wait. Next level. Yep. Uh, second game of the week, Friday, February 10th. Pacers take on the Phoenix Suns, and not a great one. Not a great one. Uh, Pacers really uh, never had a chance at this one. Uh, top performers, Tyrese Halliburton, uh, 18 points, only five assists. The <laughs> left Andrew Nemhart's. Uh, line one rebound, ten assists, <laughs> zero steals, zero blocks, zero points. He's a facilitator, my friend. He is a facilitator. And uh, Buddy Healed with 14. Benedict Matherin going nuts off the bench, though, so he got 22 points. He's catching fire. Yeah. And the, the final game of the week Pacers take on the Washington Wizards away. And this one was Saturday, February 11th. Pacers lose this one 127 to 113. This is another one of those games where, you know, you're, you're watching and, I don't know, fourth quarter, they, they're, they're, they're making a little run, and then Bradley Beal uh, decided that uh, it was not to be. He, he dropped 32 on us and uh, was just... Uh, bonkers uh, from three and just kept hitting and he kept hitting. That's very kind of you to keep watching after we give up 80 in the first half. That was very, very generous of you. <laughs> they uh, shot I mean, 70% not, uh, in the first half. 70%, not in the quarter, in the half. Oh, they were shooting 70% yeah. well into the third quarter. Yeah, I think late in the third, they was down to 69%. Yeah, like 69.8. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Turner and Halliburton were, uh, you know, 20 points. But, uh, yeah. It, it, uh, it turns out, like, re- not having a rebounding game doesn't matter if there's no rebounds. So Yeah. And they, they also do? managed to do that to us without Kyle Kuzma. So that's cool. He looked so fly on the bench, though. Oh, he was rocking it. I, it was a, a, a pink and yellow uh, outfit with matching hat. It just was funny to me because he was in between the players, like on the bench, you know. So it's like, you know, guys in warm ups, warm ups, warm ups, warm ups, Kuzma. And then like a peep. Warm ups. Uh, yeah, it was like a peep. So he looks like he's ready for, for Easter. Anyway, um, Pacers lose this one as well. So we are, uh, we are, we're sliding. Wee. <laughs> uh, Harper, what do you what do you think about this uh, this week of basketball? I mean, solid in three week. Um, yep, we 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 earned that. Um, not a whole lot of bright spots. Um, I, I I will say Isaiah Jackson ended up with fourteen and five in the Suns game. Um, yeah, he he got some minutes this week. He's a positive contributor. Nice to see some growth from the young guy. Um, Tice got meaningful minutes this week. Also looked solid. Um, but yeah, we're we're not very good right now. And um, yeah, it showed. Just defensively, we were a sieve <laughs> all week. We have about 38 to Bam out of bio. That guy's good. But you can't do that. Yeah, uh, Joe, so you can look at this week and, and you can look at rebounding, and I, it's clearly a huge part of this. Uh, we just don't do it. Um, watching the games, it's also about getting back on defense. But more than that, I think what was exciting earlier in the season was how happy the ball was and how it zipped around. And I really felt like watching this 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 team this week the ball was a little stickier um and you know even from Halliburton um even from Nimhard like uh, there was a lot more dribbling there was a lot less purpose with passing and executing and this reminds me of I, I I I don't know if this happens from um just a sense of the moment but this seemed like a team that's trying to tank you know we were waiting for Halliburton to come back and return this team to a team that was relevant and he's come back to a team that was really working hard without a superstar or without an all-star and it, this looks like a team that's just ready to to fold up the tent and go for women yama that's that's how this week felt to me all these games were winnable we we the suns were without um their you know new superstar in durant um the wizards what? are terrible yeah we'll talk about it in a minute um oh jeez and Where was uh, I? <laughs> I mean the miami heat are I, look, this is this was a winnable week. We should have gone at least two and one, maybe three and zero. Oh, and uh, the ball's sticky. The rebounding is inexcusable. And um, 
you know, I I was hoping we'd be, you know, after the way the season started, I was hoping we'd be in the, you know, playing tournament, maybe on the outside of it. Maybe it's six seed. Um, you know, they showed that much promise and that much. And this, this has been, this has been ugly. It's been an ugly three weeks, but I thought it was largely because Halliburton went there and, um, hadn't gotten better since he's been back. So I, I think we're going for, um, women Yama. Let's, let's just shut it down. Let's just, let's just stop with 25 wins. Lose I mean, the rest of the season. We did. That's where we're at. Yeah, we stopped there quite some time ago. I mean, we <laughs> were, what were we well, like two and fifteen or something? Yeah, Fourteen, some yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, I, I don't know which two great. of these games you thought that we were supposed to grab this week. Well, no, I, I I really thought with Halliburton coming back, we would get some of that old juice back. Like there's there there was so much stuff that we were doing and running, and there was so much passing, and there was so much energy, and it just feels like, and maybe it's just because. It's the dog days of the NBA, but this just doesn't feel like the same team. I do. I, I mean, I guess, and also just sort of the the feeling for me that the games in the earlier part of the season, even the ones that they they lost, that it was like more fun. It was more fun even when they would lose. Uh, and these now, I just you know, it's just kind of like, uh, well, we're down fifteen, we're down nineteen, and and you know, they're just kind of hanging on that and. They're not, you know, it's not particularly exciting to, to watch a team, you know, bounce, bounce around between, you know, down by 10 and down by 20 uh, for the whole, you know, the whole the whole game. It's not exciting. I feel like that's what but, they've done I all mean, season. They, they, they dig deep first half holes and then try and come screw yeah. back in the second half. And it's just not a tenable yeah, way yeah. To, to win basketball games in the long term. But it doesn't feel any different formulaically. It just feels like the same team I've been watching that just needs 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 a little, you know, rest and it's almost the all star break and we're not sneaking up yeah, on anybody sure. and there's plenty of film on Matherin and Halliburton and this is the NBA and it's not no, easy. I mean, no, I do agree with that. But do you do you not feel like that the that there's a little less zip on the pass? You're right. Maybe it's just for the dog days. I, I just there was stuff where and maybe it's surprising people, but um you know, there just seemed to be a little bit more going offensively where we were uh, catching people by surprise on, uh, you know, running the ball, wearing people off the basketball court, uh, hitting more hitting more threes, you know, than the other team. And we're just not doing that stuff right now. I mean, we just can't keep anybody under 120. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Or Fair 115 enough. anyway. I mean, we just, we're not playing a leg of defense. We haven't, we haven't stopped anybody. No, we're not stopping anybody, and we're also not rebending any basketball that comes out off that rim. But but I mean, who's I mean the only you know, the only professional rebounder we have is Miles Turner, so that's like not a surprising outcome. Yeah, yeah. You you talked about Isaiah Jackson having a nice uh, you know week, and he did. Uh, he's such a lob threat. I mean, you know, he gets out there and he runs, and we just throw him the basketball. But like, you know, he gets a couple of boards, but like. You know, outside of his outrageous leaping ability, you know, like he's not dominating the glass. Um, He's no, he's no Tory Craig. (laughs) He was having fun against his former team in the field house. 12 boards against us. Oh God. But don't worry. Turn, turn, turn it down five. Don't worry. 
Okay, good. And then he ripped out. Th- he ripped down three tonight, right? Watch out. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, really, really, really a vacuum cleaner on that glass. It's, uh... Halliburton was our leading rebounder. With six. Mm. Joe, I, look, I have said, and you've said, you've said since the beginning of this season, um, you know, I want this to go one way or the other, and I don't <laughs> want to be in the middle. Uh, Harper, you said we're going to regret not taking this season. Um, this is worst case scenario, right? We're just in the middle. No, I mean we're right as it says we're at twenty five wins. I mean we're we're fine. We're not making the playoffs. Don't you worry. Um, I mean you know we could have lost a few early on, you know, um, and that maybe would have helped our case. Uh, but you know whatever, we'll be fine. We don't need number one overall. It's unlikely that it was ever going to happen. So you know. We'll just, we'll just keep doing what we're doing, keep promoting growth of player development, and you know, see where the see where the play a lot of Wara and see what see happens. Where the, see where the plinko ball lands. <laughs> uh, we currently sit uh, with eight percent chance at the number one pick, and uh, we're also currently what four and a half games out of eight seed. Is that right? Something uh, like that. Yeah, something like that. So. Um, yeah, this season can go either way still. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready to move on past this week. (laughs) That's fair. So I guess to, to, uh, wrap up before the all-star break, Pacers have two more games, um, both at home. Uh, Monday the 13th against the Utah Jazz and uh, Wednesday, February 15th versus the Chicago Bulls. We got Valentine's Day off, guys. I know that's one of the requests the Pacers get is no games on Valentine's Day. Be with your significant others or or just take the day off. It's a good day to watch rom-coms and and eat uh, candy hearts, you know? Mm -hmm. So then it's the all-star break and Pacers will get a a full week off before they return to action on the 23rd. Rested and rejuvenated, I am sure. So, so it's a nice, you know, if you're going to take a nice little vacation and yeah, not, uh, you know, not put the the wear and tear on you for, for, you know, a week or so. Or maybe head to your first all-star weekend. Yeah, some a lot some of guys are doing that. Option. Yeah, probably as uh, spectators, right? No, I mean, we've got uh, we got Mathra and Neemhart are going to the rookie. Uh, um, what do they do? Play in tournament challenge. <laughs> the play in tournament. Yeah, no, it's like the rising stars. Ha- Halliburton is uh, first time All Star and uh, looks like he's gonna play in the three point contest. And uh, showing off Buddy that Heald. sweet, sweet stroke. Buddy Heald's gonna join him. So we got a bunch of representatives here from the Pacers, and it's not even in Indiana; it's in Utah. So it's very exciting. All right, uh, Joe. Uh, real briefly, did you realize that um, 
the entire NBA changed uh, while you weren't looking? <laughs> uh, I'm sure that was it, right? So, so there was no other no other big changes. Like I'm assuming the powers that be in Brooklyn are, you know, is all all the way it was when I when I last. Well, yeah. So I think last week we talked about how they traded uh, Kyrie Irving, you know, for Dory trade Dory Smith. or. Jettison dumped exactly shot into the cosmos. Um, they they also uh, traded uh, your favorite player of all time, Kevin Durant, to the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, the Durantula. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, that's this was not something I I did not expect that, um, and I was playing you like a like a fiddle man i actually knew that durant got traded oh got him whoa okay well what what, what are your yeah. thoughts on this then if you do it well you know i i i was a little bit surprised i mean i guess i i didn't i mean i could you know playing with Kyrie didn't didn't seem fun for anybody <laughs> um you know he hasn't been uh sticking around <gasps> and his teammates don't seem to be full of smiles good luck luca yeah. Yeah. But uh you know, so you've got that. But I mean with that you know, with, with Kyrie leaving, you know, I thought you know, they'd already you know, sort of built this team who was performing all right, you know, and then you have the distractions gone and some replacement parts in that <clears throat> you know can be helpful, like Spencer, you know, then Woody's a fine player and I said like maybe take a crack at it that way, but but uh, I guess you know I had read that he wanted uh, a change in ownership. He didn't didn't like the direction that the the Nets uh, were going in, and and um, so they made the big push in in Phoenix, and he it was a place that he was interested in being in. So so uh, so they made it happen. So you know it's it's just a, such a big shakeup. Um, you know I you know I don't feel bad about the whole situation. You know but. Uh, from the Brooklyn side, but you know they they uh, there's just a lot of changes. You know this is like a like a, just a wild trade deadline. There was like so many so many players moving around. Um, you know, uh, sexy four team trades and, and and things like that. You know, uh, <laughs> the more teams. the more teams of, uh, available in the trade it makes it sexier. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> You know, there's just there's not the you know uh, I, I think society's more open about, about sure. that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. these days. So the more the merrier. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's probably the name of the pod. Um, uh, Harper, uh, do you feel like the Suns are now the the favorites to win the title? Um, so their their starting lineup, <laughs> it's, it's Chris, dude. It's Chris Paul and Kevin Durant. Like, and I mean that in a bad way. Um, it's you mean that in a bad way? You got Chris Paul, I, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and uh, DeAndre Ayton is your four of your five. I I get there's a there's a ton of there's a ton of raw talent there, but like whose team is this? That's Durant's team. That's Booker's team. I don't know. It'll be fine. <laughs> you think Chris Paul's just gonna hand over the reins? And who's who's your who's your like grizzled veteran leader? Of the who's your guy in the playoffs that's that's uh you know been there done that is it is 
Tell well, me Durant, Paul, Durant's please. won titles, yeah, so it's, it's probably Durant. He, he, he's got he a, won two titles. Got a couple, with got a couple rings. And he was the best player. Uh, I think he had some help there. And he I don't did. Think that he, I'm not saying that the Golden State Warriors weren't one of the greatest teams ever assembled, but he was their best player for two years. Yeah, he made them the greatest team ever assembled. I love I Steph Curry, been. and he's in a top any list you make of any list, but Durant was the best player. Not not of rebounders. Not of rebounders. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And uh, strong angles? Is he on yeah, that he's list? not on the strong <laughs> angle list. Uh, I mean, there's no question that he improves their odds. I mean, they went from 30 to 1 to 10 to 1 odds. Uh, unfortunately... Um, for the Suns, they were not the only team that made moves at the deadline. Um, so I, they, they still very much have their work cut out for them in a wide open West. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how quickly they can they can get the show together. They're going to be they've got a lot of scoring. Do they have enough defense? Remains to be seen. Um, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, uh, are are now stuck in complete no man's land because they had won what nineteen out of twenty of Durant's last healthy games or something. Uh, I think uh, they yeah I think they were like nineteen and two. Yeah, and so <laughs> they're currently they're currently sitting on thirty three and twenty three. Brought in these scrub lineups and don't own any of their draft picks. They have five picks or swaps that Houston owns. Over the next seven years, they also but they got uh, five from or four from Phoenix, which helps them out. Who have who are now favorites to win the championship? I mean, look, it's better. <laughs> it's better, but they, it's they, not they basically good. Re, yeah, uh, they also have. They're uh, basically second round. Picks. They have Mikael Bridges, right. uh, who uh, they got from Phoenix, who's good. He's um, a promising a young player, not named have, Kevin Durant. They yeah. have a bunch of wings now. Well, they have not... all wings and yeah, no bigs and no point guards. Look, if the Pacers were playing better, I feel like we could leapfrog them, but we're just not playing that well. So, I mean, why would we they're want st- to do that? They're still going to make the playoffs, <laughs> uh, probably yeah. accidentally. Yeah, where they will lose badly. D- dis- d- despite themselves, they will still get there. Suck it, bro. What a, yeah. This is a this is a crazy trade. This is crazy. Yeah, is it? I love it. Why? It is. Um, he, he asked for a trade in the off season. This isn't surprising at all. I know. Um, uh, Bill Simmons had a nice uh, context for it. He said that only he he came over the list. He's like only seven uh, all stars at their height, or all in you know all timers in their height have ever been traded. Um, and and Durant's one of them. Um, normally, guys like this don't get traded. They can leave in the off season. They can, you know, or they just stay with their own team. But being traded, you know, uh, is is a big deal. And Durant is one of those guys. So, well, but the trio that came out of OKC are guys who get traded all the time who are superstars. All three: Durant, Westbrook, and Harden are absolute crap shows. In right. their own Dur- way. Durant's never been traded before that. He's right. always chosen. Look, he's he the goes. best of the bunch, to be yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is a crap show in his own way. <laughs> well, he likes to pick some weird people to hang out with. I think Chris Paul's one of them, too. So, 
Have well, fun with that. but Chris Paul actually knows how to run a, a, a an NBA team. <laughs> like him or don't like him, he is a he's an all he's a Hall of Fame first ballot point guard. I agree, one of the top point guards of all time, but he's also a little bitch. Well, Kevin Durant is not a little bitch. <laughs> he's a way bigger. He's one. a way bigger. <laughs> he's a taller bitch. We'll see how so, it goes. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see how they stack up against the all the other moves next show. Yeah, next week for sure. All right, team. Well, that should wrap it up for this show. We'll be back at uh, back with you Thursday. Is the plan? Until then, you can hit us up on social media. We are on Twitter at undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash the undebeatables. Our website theundebeatables.com. And there's also a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message. You can email us. Shout out at theunbeatables.com and at the website slash store. There are Smedium t-shirts. For the architect, Danny Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby C. Leonard. Turn out the lights. The party's Went from... Ominous to goofy. <laughs> or like covered a range of emotions like there. I thought I caught a little uh, David Blatt in there. For just a second. <laughs> For me to poop on. <laughs> David Blatt, the comic insult dog. <laughs> insult he, comic he, coach. He's definitely insult, Russian. Yeah, we all know he's Russian. Just don't, don't, don't check the internet. Don't check the facts. Yeah. Don't fact check. Facts don't matter. Uh, LeBron, LeBron, I need you to uh, score all the baskets. Go team. Yeah. Congratulations to LeBron on being the best at everything ever. Oh, yeah. That happened while we were not recording. It Uh, did. He's now the leading scorer of all time. Uh, Joe, did did you watch any of that? Yeah, I mean, I saw the, uh, I saw the, the basket. I so, saw the... so you saw more than AD did. That's cool. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> AD was a little grumpy about the whole thing, wasn't he? He didn't seem that into it. I mean, you're watching, like something that probably will not be broken for many, many years. This is a huge accomplishment. He was just really tired. He needed to sit down. Mm-hmm. Also, they were mic'd up, and uh, LeBron went to AD and said, you know I love you, man. And AD said nothing on the mic. <laughs> Didn't go, yeah, I know, or love you too. Nothing. Congratulations. Just, nothing. Just just silent on the mic. Yep. It's going good, good in LA. <laughs> Speaking... Good. Maybe they speak with their eyes. Yeah. It's a <laughs> silent love language. Yeah. It's a Laker love language. <laughs> no talking. Just sexy eyes. Song of song of water. <laughs> we'll talk more about the changes they made, but I'm not sure it's enough to change the uh, culture there. Good Lord. But shout out LeBron. Uh, 38. Uh, he's Yeah. 
It's amazing. It's amazing. He's the best. It's very good. What I feel like you're giving me the silent love language, Joe. Do you want to fight over the LeBron? Is that what's going on? I mean, come at me, bro. 